This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another show. For another show on deadline day. The day in which nothing happened. Um, not nothing. That's a, that is not a fair representation of today. Stuff happened. Just not the stuff that we really wanted to happen. Um, and we're going to chat about it for the next 20 to 30-ish minutes with you guys in the chat box. I just want, I want you to release your stress. I want you to release your feelings. Tell me... Tell me how you're feeling about things because I do want to get through your thoughts. I do want to get through your comments. I do want to get through your feelings because I am feeling so down, so down about this. Really, really deflated, really, really frustrated. Um, I feel, I don't know if betrayed is too strong, but I I, I put so much confidence and so much backing um and i've been really encouraged by what this club did in the summer that i thought we were moving in the right direction i thought we were gonna these types of windows would be a thing of the past that you know that we've gone into these windows now with a uh, ambition and we'd be looking to try and do the right thing and to improve things and to grab the opportunity that we're being given but oh, we haven't done that we haven't done that at all we really really haven't um we've missed such a huge chance, such a huge chance to push towards the top four, to improve our squads when Man United didn't, when West Ham didn't, when Chelsea didn't. We needed a striker. We really needed a striker. We're going to go into the last 17 games of the season with Lacazette and Nketiah as our options. That is insane. That is that is insane to think that Arsenal had a chance of getting top four and our striker options for the rest of this entire season, for the next five months, is Lacazette and Dunketia, who both will leave when their contracts expire at the end of the season. When you really, when you really say that out loud, you realise how crazy that is. Yes, there's Martinelli. Yes, there's Mika Beereth. Yes, there's Smith Rowe as a false nine, if you will. Yes, there's Nicolas Pepe. We really shouldn't have done this to ourselves. We really, really did not have to do this to ourselves. There have been players that have moved. There's Arta Cabro. 
There's Wout Weghorst, players that moved for reasonable fees that Arsenal could have gone and got, and they didn't. And yes, I want to see us going for the Dusan Vlaoviches of this world. I really, really do want to see us going for those types of players. But if you don't get them, you need to have a backup. You need to have someone as a contingency. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, I'm very happy with that deal regarding, on its own, individually, without the context of everything else around it. I'm happy he's moving on. I'm happy that it's it's kind of done. That story is over. That door is closed. We move on. Very thankful for what he did for the club. I'm very thankful for the goals and the trophy that he helped us to win. But it was time to move on and we've saved a lot of money with that deal. But not bringing in a replacement... This core. I, I, I went as far to tell the likes of Vinny in the chat box that um, <laughs> that Ainsley Maitland-Niles' loan was not criminal. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it absolutely was criminal. It absolutely was criminal. And you know what? I will hold my hands up. That was criminal and not signing a striker is criminal as well. Unfortunately, that is the case. Um, let's go to the chat box. Uh, we've got 15 minutes, and then I'm going to get a special guest in to talk about something very special. Um, but for now, James Rowe, uh, I said the same as Mo earlier. The only logical explanation is that we are in financial trouble and we are having a fire sale to ease our outgoings, or we have a stealth signing like the Chambers deal. Now, when I am speaking, it's currently six minutes past. Uh, it's six minutes past. 10 which means that there is still time to stop the key from turning um <laughs> halo reference and uh, i think that our hopes of that happening are just zero i did i can't even even with the evidence that we've seen with matt ryan and chambers that these deals can happen very quickly and things can pop out of nowhere i just just surely no just surely that's not going to happen oh and financial trouble were the stories about Vlaovic not true? Were we not in for him? It was Charles Watts right? I'd be very interested to know. Because Charles Watts, who is very well connected, and I respect his insight, says that his perspective was that we were never ever in for Vlaovic as much as a lot of people made out that we were. Is that the case? Is that really the case? Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Um, Cass says I really really couldn't understand why they didn't go for Jovic as an option I think Jovic was difficult because Benzema's injured um, and that means that just Real Madrid weren't going to sell and that's why he's not moved to anyone to be fair so I think that's why but Arta Cabral and, and Valvecosts very reasonable players that would have joined and for reasonable fees wouldn't have affected our summer business at all and yeah Really strange. Really, really strange. Matt says, are you not worried about the fact that we can't get fees for players? I'm not as worried about that because all the players that have moved on, let's be real, Bamiang wages out of the team, left, a year left on his deal in the summer. Look, move him on, get rid of the wages, save 29 million odd quid. That's fine. Chambers had six months left. You weren't going to get anything for him really, were we? Maybe a couple of million, possibly. Uh, Kalasnach, no. You're never going to get anything for him. Uh, Maitland-Niles leaves on loan. Hopefully we can get a decent fee for him in the summer, but he'll only have a year left on his deal. Torreira, 12 and a bit million. Genduzzi, 12 and a bit million at the end of the season. You know, that's frustrating. 
fingers crossed we can sell some players in the summer and well fingers crossed that the future sales of this club reflect reflect a side that can you know can actually get a decent figure for their players um tony says five months ago after a good summer window our expectations were a solid run at a top four spot and then probably not spend in the january window and would reassess in the summer depending on where we finished um i yeah i think that in the summer it was but i do think that you need to change i do think you need to adapt i do think you need to look at the situation of where we were at come january 1st put on a very good display against Manchester City and knew that players were going to be leaving for the African Cup of Nations, knew that COVID was still a massive factor and could affect the team at any time. And we allowed Ainsley Maitland-Niles to leave, didn't replace him. Since then, we've lessened the number of players in defence, midfield and up top, and we've not replaced. And you have to also remember the fact that Lacazette, who is now our number one striker, has three goals from open play this season across all competitions. Nketiah has none. In the league, none. We have, I think, two league goals from open play between Nketiah and Lacazette. I'm pretty sure that's right. And that's what's taken, maybe it's three. That's what's taken us through. That's what's got to get us to the top four. Meanwhile, Spurs have got Kane. Man United have got Ronaldo and Cavani and Rashford. And West Ham have got Antonio and Bowen and Ben Rama and Pablo Fornells. They don't have a backup striker, to be fair. Yarmolenko, but they don't really have a backup striker. So that may that may humble them a bit. And Chelsea have obviously, if they get drawn into things, have got Lukaku, Werner, Havertz. We are so screwed. <laughs> On it, I really, if we get top four, it would be an unbelievable achievement. But it would not be because of January. It would be in spite of January. And that's the important point. If we get top four... Look, I'll praise what needs to be praised, but it will be in spite of what the mistakes that have been made in this window. And it will be absolutely the roll of the dice that fell our way. Um, and there'll be a huge element of that, along with praise. Because, I mean, you'll have to give credit if we get top four, without a shadow of a doubt. But I am so discouraged by this window. It's so humbled me to my position on things. It really, really has. Alejandro says, people hoping for Arteta being sacked when the problem are the owners. I do side with this view more than I did at the start of the day. My view on this has changed quite a lot over the course of discussions with people, as it does. You know, when you hear things, when you listen to people, um, you certainly need to take on board what they say. And I, you know, has Arteta been backed? If we really didn't go in for Vlaovic like we wanted to, or like we thought maybe we had, was he backed? And I think there's a genuine argument to suggest that he wasn't. Fingers are pointed at Edu. Fingers are pointed at the hierarchy for why we've not pushed and not wanted to do more. And why we blocked a deal for Artemelo. Remember that Edu agreed a deal with Juventus for Artemelo. 18-month loan deal, 40 million buy option. Hierarchy turned that deal down. Said no. So we did actually agree a deal with Arta this month. And the hierarchy turned around and said, no, we're not doing it. We're not backing it. So have have things happened behind the scenes that we don't know about? Probably. But still, I just uh, it's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous to think that we are going into the last 17 games of the season with Lacazette and Enketia. Think about the bench. Think about what we've got to come off. Pepe has got a big job on his hands now. Pepe is going to prove his worth, hopefully, in the next five months. I really hope he does. I have my doubts, but I really hope he does. 
Um, Tom sounds sad, says social. I'm gutted, mate. I'm absolutely gutted about this window. Um, John says, I entered the video a bit late, hoping to hear some good news, only to be greeted by Tom <laughs> saying, we are so screwed. <laughs> I just think that we are. I just think that we are. We've got to go to Chelsea. We've got to go to Villa. We've got to go to Wolves. We've got to go to Spurs. We've got to have a visit from Liverpool. We've got to have a visit from Manchester United, a visit from Everton, who have got a lot of better players in their team in the last day. We've got to go to Newcastle. We've got to go. Uh, we've got to... <laughs> Honestly, we've, we've played Norwich twice. We've played Burnley twice. Two teams that you would expect to get twelve, like you know, twelve points from both, and twelve points across the four games, and you know we dropped points against Burnley the other day. Oh, it's going to be tough to get top four. Is a big, big, big ask, a huge, huge ask. Calvin says Salah, Jota, Mares are all wingers and have scored many goals. We don't need to rely on Laka to score. That would be great, but we scored one goal in January. One goal. And Smith Rowe played, and Martinelli played, and Saka played, who scored the only goal. So you're right. We don't have to rely on striker to score all our goals. But at the moment, we're in a real issue with goal scoring. So it's all well and good saying it's just not the striker that's got to score. But when others aren't scoring, that's another problem to think about, isn't it? Uh, King says, to be fair to Pepe, all his spells in the second half of the season, um, very true. He does usually finish the season stronger than he starts it. So let's hope that that happens. Harvey says, Tom, do you think we might miss out on Europe entirely? Could we finish outside the top six? We could. Look, what two, two teams from Man United, Spurs, Arsenal, West Ham and Wolves, uh, two of those teams will have to miss out, I think, uh, on tops on, on those top six. Two of those teams will have to miss out on the top six. So we can pretty much guarantee that Liverpool, Chelsea and uh, City are going to make it. And then in the, in the three remaining slots, one of Arsenal, Spurs, Man United, West Ham and Wolves, I've got to get one of the next three. Uh, so two of those teams are going to fall out could we be one? We lose to Wolves or they go above us. So you never know. Kian says, Tom, is it Martin Lee's time to play up front? It could be. It could be the time because we may not have too many other options at some point during the season. We may not have too many other options whatsoever. Um, Henrik says, I'm calm. I hope for top four, but I always have my eye on the European places. We've got a great and talented squad. We can and will get Europe. I hope you're right, Henrik. I really, really do. AGS, AJS sorry, says, gamble means there's a benefit. I don't see any benefit of decimating our squad. Doesn't boost anything, just makes us weaker. It is weird to consider that we have a weaker team than when we entered the window. That's strange. That's damning. When you go into a window and your aim is to try and get to the top four and you finish that same transfer window weaker than when you went into it, that's crazy. That's a real crazy stat, that is. Daniel says, Tom, if we finish in the top after spending nothing this window, would you look back and give credit to Arteta and Edu and give this window a... No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'll give credit for them to get to top four, as you should. And there'll be reasons why we get there and we'll have to wait at the end of the season. But the reason why we'll get top four will not be because of what we did here. It will be in spite of this. It will be because we rolled the dice and came up trumps. It is a gamble. 
This we have gambled our season. Getting top four and not signing anyone in this window is a is in spite of the failures of this window, without a shadow of a doubt. Because you cannot say that we have done anything in this window to help our cause this season at all. We're going to have to rely on some luck. We're going to have to rely on the form of our players picking up significantly. And we're going to have to rely on the other teams around us having a poor second half of the season. And that's a lot of factors. A lot of factors. Uh, Great Del Mondo says, so what happens if Martinelli and Saka get stuck in traffic on the way to a game? Give them away for free. <laughs> Look, we don't know what ultimately has gone on behind the scenes with the Bamiyang. That incident happened a while ago. There's been stuff that's happened since then. It must have been pretty bad. It must have been pretty darn bad um, for this to happen. I really hope we do find out what happens. I really hope there's some insight into it, but who knows? We'll wait and see. Mogos says, I believe we are still favourites to finish top four. Um, none of the players that have left would make us stronger. Signing a centre-forward would have been great, but Champions League is... The Look, it's still attainable. I'm not saying it's not attainable. It's still possible, but I just don't think we've done anything to strengthen our chances. I don't think we've done anything at all to strengthen our chances. That's That's why I am where I am. Uh, Zamir says we've gone all in on Arteta Tom that's what this window tells me 17 games prove it in his contract is up at the end of the season no it's up at the end of next season um, not this season he'll have a year left uh, after this season finishes so I don't think that we have um, Julian says Tom do you think the need do you think we need to hear off the owners always I'm hoping that we do hear something but we only usually hear from them during positive moments. This is one of the lowest points that a lot of fans have felt. One of the, Really genuinely is one of the lowest points that fans have felt. I know some fans are fine and that's great and I respect that viewpoint. But there are a lot of fans that feel they are at a very low point right now. And we don't tend to hear from them when we reach that period. So let's see. Edu has done a end of transfer window discussion on in the summer. Let's see if he does an end of transfer window interview uh, after this one. Face the music. Answer the questions. I want to hear. I want to understand why. And Arteta is going to get asked plenty of questions. And I hope those questions are good. I put it to my colleagues to ask the questions that need to be asked in those press conferences, please. Joshua says, what is the reason behind the board's decision for no signings? Josh, the reason in my mind, will be that they were not convinced. Um, they were not convinced by the ideas. They're not convinced by the players uh, that have been linked. And for that reason, they've just simply not... Um, they've not gone for them. It's as simple as that for me. Um, very briefly, I do want to bring in uh, my good friend uh, and member of the channel, Vinny. You all right, mate? How you doing? Hi, buddy. Yeah, good, thank you. A, a lot happier than you. Not happier, no. but... A lot less um, <laughs> distraught than yourself. Oh, it's oh, it's just I know that. And look, you gave in our show earlier on, Vinny, the a six out of ten for this window. But I can't. Let, I just let, can't, let, mate. Let, let Let me give you another pause for form. If mm. January was an absolute disaster, and January was a disaster for many reasons. One, we had lots of players out with COVID. We had lots of injuries and we also had AFCON. 
and it it left us with a squad that was decimated, especially in central midfield, mm. where we struggled to put a team out and compete. If you look at December, December we scored more goals mm. than I think we've scored in a month for something like 15, 16 years. It was something yeah. ridiculous like that for us. We did play Norwich and Leeds and Southampton, to be fair. That, 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 that's true, but we still scored the goals <laughs> and we struggled against them earlier in the season than yeah. in the past. Um, we've got a thin squad, but I think we've got a squad that can cover pretty much all positions except for striker. Stry- striker's my biggest worry, but I do think Martinelli could do a job there. And, mm. and I know he looks very good out wide. He, well, he is very good out wide and he comes and gets the ball and he runs a lot. And But I think he has the movement to play up front. He's good in the air. And he's also willing to work back and win the ball. And he's good at spreading the ball as well. So Mm. it might be a role that suits him. But if we get injuries anywhere in the team, the the biggest worries people have is central midfield. But we've got four central midfielders there who normally don't get injured very often. Yes, they make silly decisions and get red cards. um, But there's going to be cover for that position. And we should have a base for the rest of the season being able to play at least two of our centre midfielders, which are open up the game. Even even right back, mm. I would consider playing Saka at right back. I think he does a really good job there. And we've got a lot of options now for the wingers, where with Pepe coming back. But it, it weren't too long ago when we were playing one game a week that people were screaming out that Martinelli should go out on loan mm. because he's not getting a chance to play. So... Yes, it's not great. I think we're all frustrated, and I am a bit of a blind optimist at times. <laughs> but um, but it is frustrating that we don't have a striker. But we have got options to play there. And if the cards fall like they did earlier in the season, when we were playing all of the same players which are in the squad now, the mm. players that we've let go, Kalasniak, Murray, Chambers, Balogun, played one league minute between them. Yeah, and then obviously Oba, but Oba went off the boil, and Niles who played a few more minutes, but they will be taken up by like how many? There's my trying to make you positive. Hey? No, no, I appreciate it, Vinny, because look, um, I think what's good, and I think what this channel shows as well is that look, it's it's about bringing on different points of view and looking at things with different perspectives. I I can't. I don't look at things in the same way on this on this topic. I'm really discouraged by the lack of activity, um, and, and we'll get we'll get onto what uh, you're obviously here to talk about in a second. Um, but I'm, you, you know, I'm I'm really interested to get your views on this. Go on, mate. Do you, do you think that's because your job is to come on here every morning and to tell us about transfers, and none of them have happened? <laughs> no, I don't think it is. I mean, obviously, I, I've had a lot of jokes about that sent to me today. Like, imagine doing an 8 a.m. show every day. And not only that, a 9.30 show on the Arsenal way as well, and then nothing happens. Um, well, we did sign two players, technically, Alex Turner. Rakic deals fallen through as well, so we do have a bit more cover at centre-back, which is a worry if we was to get two injuries in that position. But so we've got Rakic as cover now as well. It fell through with Stoke apparently. Okay, yeah, I've just seen that. Uh, Chris has, has tweeted that out, uh, <laughs> which kind of scuppers the article I wrote earlier, but that's fine. Um, but no, I, I are you not? Do you not feel like though 
that a mistake has been made in and that we've you, we've not taken an opportunity and obviously you were on early when I was listing off the players that we could have signed do you not think that we've missed that opportunity and if we don't I say we finish and I know it's hypothetical right now but say we finish outside not just the top four but the top six that we'll look back on this window and go we made a huge mistake top six would be a disgrace if, mm. if we don't get top six um, as much as I really like Arteta I think he needs to go Mm. Uh, because we we got to get Europe. The the aim of our season was to come top six, was to get back into the Europa. And if people said, "Would we be in the Champions League?" That we would have, you would have probably laughed and said, "That's a dream." So mm. yeah, we're in a real, we're in a really good position to do that now. And I do agree with you. Like I said to you earlier, that letting Niles go when we had no cover was criminal, absolute criminal. At the, at the point in time when we've done it, I think was idiotic. Mm. Um, I, I don't, uh, I don't mind him leaving too much now because I think we've got adequate cover. A lot of people disagree with me on that, and a massively jack her out. Then when we let him go, and that was the thing is that FA Cup gone because we didn't yeah. have enough quality in midfield. Um, League Cup. Uh, we did, we couldn't end up feeling, fielding the two pivot midfielders that we wanted to, and against Burnley again, we we weren't able to field the four two three one, and and that kind of base cost us in those games. And I mean, if we miss out on top four or top six by a point, we'll look back at that Burnley game where we couldn't play a two pivot midfielders and think there's two points that you know were costed. The issue for me, Vinny, is that even with the top four race, yes. I, at the start of the season, I've sat here and I said my my expectation is top six, and I know there are a lot of people in the chat box or that watch other shows that I'm on and say, where are our standards? Our standards need to be higher. We need to be looking at top four. Uh, and at the time, at the start of the season, I said, look, I think that we had the fifth best squads in the league, uh, and so if we achieve top four, it would be an overachievement, and so therefore, you know, it'd be you'd be exceeding those expectations, but. The problem is, is, I think throughout the season, seeing what's happened, seeing where we are, seeing the opportunity we had to bring in players this window that we were linked with, seeing Man United and West Ham and Chelsea all not strengthen and go through managerial changes by West Ham as well. And Spurs went through that managerial change too, other than Chelsea, of course. Um, that, that There's been an opportunity that's opened up, one that we should have grabbed and taken with both hands. And I just feel like we've not done enough right now to have done that. I agree. It, it is frustrating. I do think we've weakened our hand in mm. going forward by not bringing in a striker. Um, the reason I gave it a six earlier is I think we got a lot of players off of the board, off of our books, which added no value to the team. Mm. And it's going to put us in a financial position better going forward. And as I said earlier, as much as I love Oba for everything he's given in the past, I do think he would be a disruptive force in the dressing room. And I just don't see a way back for him. In his his form had radically dropped, and he was just missing his sharpness in front of goal. It's annoying that Enkia and Lacazette are the replacements for that, but we've just got to hope that Lacazette stays fit, and we've got to manage him properly. And if Lacazette does get an injury and it does hurt us, everyone has to blame this window for not going and making a move. And someone like Cabal from Basel, look, I've pronounced both of them completely wrong, is 
a quality all-round player and could have been our number two. And he's a physical mm. powerhouse. And making a move for a player like that could have made a difference. So, yeah, I am disappointed. But the, what I'm trying to get across is I'm not as distraught as everyone else in thinking our season's over. I think if we didn't have a central midfield like we did in January, our season's over. But we proved in December with the group of players that we've got that we can go and challenge and beat teams. And we proved against Man City as well that we have the players to be able to compete with the best teams. And we didn't have that a year ago. Mm. No, no, I think you've raised some excellent points. And I'm glad that you actually jumped on in the end to, to, onto this show specifically so we could have some balance to the discussion. Um, but... You know, you are here for another reason, Vinny, and a, and a very important one. Uh, let me just give me a second because I do want to throw up on the screen this. Um, so talk us through. And the link to this, by the way, is in the description, people, if you do want to check this out yourself. So go on, Vinny. Cool. So a bit of a shameless plug. I didn't want to plug it on. Shameless? I didn't want to plug it on the show that we did earlier because I didn't ask you permission and That's I didn't want to just throw it up. Um, but like... A lot of people in the, the everyone in the Discord knows um, over the past few months what I've been going through. Um, unfortunately, I was diagnosed with esophagus cancer um, and stage four esophagus cancer as well, which they deem as incurable. And uh, my first oncologist was pretty brutal with me. Mm. Um, the good news is that my new oncologist is really positive and Basically, I've got tumors in my esophagus and one lower down. And the one lower down, we're hoping, is going to disappear and I become operable and I become curable. And I've progressed so much in the last four months from mm. being really bad, really, really bad, like couldn't even eat soup without being sick, to eating full meals now. And a lot of that has been down to the way I've approached it and my attitude just being really positive and fighting every day. And I'd like to thank yourself, Tom, because this show has been a big distraction for me and it's allowed, well, I've been on here bloody loads because I'm obviously sat at home. I can't get rid of you. <laughs> yeah, you can't get rid of me and harassing people in the Discord. But one of the reasons why everyone should join the Discord is because it is such an amazing community that you won't see at any other fan club and or, or fan TV show or whatever, um, <laughs> you know, whatever you're called. Everyone in there supports each other and we have amazing banter about football every day. But I'd like to thank you. I'd like to thank everyone in the Discord. But also the viewers, if, if you would like to donate, every penny goes to such a good cause. Macmillan is an amazing charity. From the second that you're given... The news which breaks your heart and is really difficult to take you're given loads of leaflets from Macmillan which basically tell you how to fight your type of cancer all the nutrition everything and then also as well like I said I was told that I didn't have a chance essentially and when I joined the Macmillan forums I had people reach out to me on them forums which changed my mind on that because they were stage four as well as me and they reached out and they said, look, I was told I was buggered and mm. I'm now cancer free. And it's such an amazing platform. So if anyone, even if it's a five or even if it's a couple of quid, would like to donate, it goes to such a good cause. But again, thank you, Tom, for letting me come on here and talk about it. But also thank you for doing the show, getting me involved and 
building the community you have because it's an amazing community look i think i think vinnie that the the i've said this number of times um that look i've been banging on about trying to get to 30k subs um which in the context of things is such a a small thing uh and i've maintained that the best thing that i ever did on this channel was start that discord server um because and it was just at a whim and i was thinking like the chat box that obviously you join very regularly Vinny, um is great and i always maintain that i think and i go on plenty of other youtube channels and i love other youtube channels and arsenal creators um and with the greatest of respect i just think we have the best community here i just think we have the best listeners here and the people that tune in uh, and that's based on you know us having our strict rules and not abusing people. I think Vinny yourself would say that you know I think you've changed a bit as a yeah person. you've you've <laughs> you've only banned me twice in two years, put me on timeout for calls that call in at Ozil something and mocking yeah. Bellerin once. <laughs> but but I think that's that's the importance of when you do your shows. It's good to call out people that say other people are delusional stuff like that. Maybe I am. I've given a positive spin on the transfer mm. window today even though it is very negative but my my optimism is what has got me through my blind optimism of being an arsenal fan not succeeding for so long and still being positive um all the time has has got me through everything but it's it's important that people come on and give different opinions and you don't come on and call them delusional or say they're an idiot and stuff like that because they may be wrong but give them a platform, let them talk and talk them round. And you may be wrong at the, the time, but you may be proven right in the future and vice versa. It's like like you said with the, the criminal comment or people who said, why, I said at the start of the season, why are we going to spend, get rid of, um, what's his name, who went to Newcastle? Uh, um, Bruno <laughs> no, no, not not good. The, the Arsenal. Oh, Joe player. Willock. Joe Willock. Joe Willock. I, yes. I was adamant that we should be keeping Joe Willock, and I was like, "Why the hell are we spending this money on Ramsdale?" I remember. And and, yeah. and look how look how wrong I was on that. And, and 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 that's what it's about. And so many people at the start of the the at the end of the summer window were like, "What? Who have we bought? We haven't improved our team." And every single player that we bought in that team, uh, bought in that window, have made an impact on the squad this season. Mm. Yeah, they absolutely have. And I think that the point is, is Vinny, is that what we always try and say, and I'm just, I'm talking while I'm typing here, um, just trying to level up a, just a thing to go. There we go. Link in the description if you want to go and donate to, to Vinny's cause. Um, so do click it, do donate. Um, I think one of the evidence of this, obviously I can see how many people are watching the show. And obviously we're here to talk about, we, we started this show talking about transfers, which is the biggest talking point of the day. And over 400 people were tuning in to listen to me and then myself and you, Vinny, talk about transfers. And we switch over to talking about a very important cause and there's still over 400 of you listening. And I think yeah, that, thank you, just, everyone. that just represents kind of the community feel that we have here and the commitment that you guys show. And I mean, the comments in the chat box towards you, Vinny, as well, I think you've seen plenty of them come through have been fantastic um i mean i <laughs> we didn't reveal this publicly but i sorted out uh, a fun thing for you didn't i um yeah uh, was it a month ago it must be about a month ago now and i got everybody who does the the channel all the regulars and stuff like that to send you through a message and uh, i look at the end of the day Vinny, you're part of this channel as is all of our members um who come on the show make the show what it is join into the chat box but Vinny, there's something special about you because I've never known someone pester um, quite, 
quite like you too. Um, it's the, the way in which you basically have become the the admin of the Discord server to the point where you are pestering people to a level which is bordering on harassment claims could get brought up, and I'm loving it. I love every second of seeing you get like you're like you get on the show. You haven't been on the show yet. You should go on the show. <laughs> I think it's great, and and so. getting on getting on the show is amazing. Like I was like I'm not a I'm quite an outgoing person. It doesn't bother me. I'll jump on a table, strip off naked, or do whatever. <laughs> which there are many videos online which just show that. Don't worry, um, you have to see but, that if you donate. Just but, want to make, just want to put it out there. <laughs> but but I was quite nervous about coming on the first time because I'm, I'm not used to mm. doing presentations and stuff. And you support everyone that comes on so much. It's so easy. And, it, and it's so much fun. So anyone who wants to join the Discord, I, I really recommend coming on. Like from the show, like earlier on, Moss was one of the first people I pastered into coming on. And a brilliant addition to the community. Chris Absolutely. as well. Um, yeah. And, and all, all of the guys that come on. Um, them coming on just adds another dimension to the shows. And I think that's what sets your shows apart from the other fan channels is your fan interaction is so good. And people come on, they enjoy themselves, they get their point across, and they're not going to be laughed at. Like, I've been abusing everyone in the thing over Christmas, (laughs) trying to get them on the side of Jacko, which hit hit me hard in the thing. But it was good fun (laughs) winding everyone up. (laughs) Yeah, look, I I would reckon, as as Vinny's talking about there, two things. If you haven't already, click the link in the description, go and donate, help them get to the 10K target. But that's, I mean, that's, it's a target that's meant to be broken. So let's, let's help this cause go straight through that. And, uh, and secondly, if you would like to join the Discord server, which you, you don't have to do, um, but if you would like to uh, join up as a member uh, and uh, as a TGD expert member or as a um, ambassador, that's the word I'm looking for. And you can join the Discord server. But it's again, we do these shows every day. Uh, Vinny has been a very big part of that. Knows the chat box like the back of his hand by this point. Um, I would love in the near future, uh, maybe in the summer, and I did mention this um, in the ideas, to do something in person um, at some point to get as many people kind of who tune into the channel to meet up because it is an amazing community. As soon as that's something that we can do, and of course the world is in a pretty crazy place as it has been for quite a while, so that does create obstacles, but it's something that I'd be desperate to do. But I just, as I say, I want to round this off, Vinny, by saying thank you for being a massive part of the channel as always. And uh, yeah, I think what this this journey that you're going on, I hope even with all of, and excuse my French, and I don't typically swear on this show, but all the shit that you've gone through... Um, I hope has made the, just the tiniest of percentages bit easier being around this community. And, uh, you know, we've all got your back, mate. And, uh, yeah. hundred percent means the world. And thank you everyone as well in the YouTube chat for, um, sharing your love really does mean a lot and keep positive. We can do this. We're going to get into Europe. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm with you all the way but that that might be one step too far we'll see fingers crossed maybe um, not the, the champions league is going to be a challenge true. but we should yeah. get into the top six absolutely um chat box thank you so much for joining us and thank you for leaving so many kind comments if you're watching on playback as well leave your comments go donate link is in the description and uh, and we'll see you very very soon tomorrow i'll be back with uh, a 
uh, an 8 a.m. show. <laughs> it doesn't stop, even though the window's closed. We're going to keep going. And I've got a very special podcast tomorrow lined up, fingers crossed. I, I know I'm tempting fate by announcing it. I did announce it on a Burkout Wonderland earlier. But tomorrow we've got a very special podcast uh, at 5 o'clock. I'll be joined by Kevin Campbell, Ars Blog, and Clive from the Arsenal Vision podcast. So... As lineups go, I think I've got a better starting lineup than Arsenal when they're hit by COVID, to be honest. So uh, we'll see how things go. Uh, but that'll be a lot of fun. Do drop a like on the video. Do subscribe. Help us get to 30,000. But most importantly, click the link in the description and help donate and help support Vinny. Vinny, final thoughts before we wrap up? Oh, actually, uh, no. You can see us out. You can do the last words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, up the arse. Come on, Arsenal. <laughs> Thanks. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates are around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.